Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The home of the Red Sox. 93.7 WEIFM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. Brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Search and browse more privately. Download the free DuckDuckGo app today. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Here we are July 8th. When does Jalen Brown sign the extension? Um, I would say I would say some, some point before next weekend. And I, I'm, I'm not worried about it at all. I think this. I think now that they're in Vegas, I think agent and team will sit down. I really don't think there's anything to the delay. They get this deal done. Might be done this weekend, but at some point during the week, I don't think there's anything to it other than dotting I's and crossing T's, and, and this will be done very soon. Oh, wow. Well, that was Ken Laird on the Ken and Curtis show for once, but I wasn't here. That was last week. I missed it because of the uh, young guy, James Turn One Big Day. So uh, John Corrales, a week ago today, said that he expects this to be deal, to, deal to be signed between Jalen Brown and the Celtics. Nothing burger, nothing to see here. Well, a week later, and we don't have a deal. Now, Andy, you said during the break that there's been some of the reporting around this that has been uh, frustrating to you as a media member and Mm. a sports observer. What does that have been? So the latest is the negotiations are kind of paused here because Jalen Brown is traveling, pre-scheduled, revolving around his role as the VP of the NFL, BPA, whatever. NBA, yeah. Um, And NBA. And I don't... So... If we're to believe, because all we've heard is it's close, it's going to get done, all the reporting, Brad Stevens loves them, it's going well, nothing but good things to say, blah, blah, blah. So it's just some of the reporting has been it could be a 50-year option language that they have to work out, or it could be other incentives, but it's close. So the year is 2023. He has an agent, right? I believe so. I would hope. And he has a phone. Uh, Yeah. Guessing. Maybe even an iPhone. So if they're just kind of dotting the I's and crossing the T's, there must be a lot of them in this contract. Or Wayne's World 2, dotting your lowercase J's. Could be. There's lots of hotas in this con- in this contract. Right. Why do we have to pause negotiations? If they're close, I could understand if they're not close, well, Jalen has to be in on it. But if they're offering the Supermax which is sort of slotted. It just is what it is. It's a percentage of the cap, boom, 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 boom. Even though there's been a gray area, whether it's $295 million or $304 million, what's $9 million between franchise and friends? Why can't they continue to hammer this out? Because everybody tells me, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. But I've learned in this, this world, 
Like, oh, the Red Sox wanted Xander Bogarts. Don't worry. No, don't be crazy. He would. They would never let him go and get nothing for him. In my life, ex- my lived experience, don't worry is usually followed by something I worry about. Yeah. It's it's like no disrespect. The disrespect is coming. Be ready. Don't worry. Worry. Yeah. Nothing to see here. Move along, Sheriff, whatever the hell his name is on South yeah. Park. Almost as bad as when you hear from a doctor, they say, do you have a minute? <laughs> right. Never good. Yeah. And so I... I, I if I, it's a fait accompli, but, as what smart I don't people get say. Is, and I know Ken gets mad at me, and I know I, I, like, I, I love this medium. I love Boston sports. I love the privilege of this position at this company. There is such a vast area that anybody covering the Celtics could enter, which is to be critical and to be investigative and to be interested in the other side of the story. If everybody is telling you that there's nothing to see here, there's something to see here. Just be interested. I, I This is my only way I've ever entered into any discussion, politics, sports, I like going into traffic. I like doing the other thing. I've always been a little different, and you know what I am. God bless my parents and me and all the craziness of my life. Did you just bless yourself? I did. Bless me and Jesus. God bless myself. God bless our blessings. (laughs) There's a great old uh, Howard Stern prank call with that. Anyway, what I don't get is there is so clearly something going on. There's got to be. If the deal is all done, then guess what? It's agreed in principle. That's what what that that report would be. We're just figuring out, you know, whether we're going to do unlimited vacation or not. I mean, whatever the hell it is. Who knows? I've never signed a deal of this magnitude, anything even approaching it. But in a million cases, I am certain that when we hear of the Aaron Judge deal being done with the Yankees, 60 million, whatever, a year, 400 million, whatever the total was, I'm sure they were still detailing whether it was going to be this suite at this Ritz on the road or this Four Seasons. There was little bits of language that I am certain were being worked through after the deal was reported because the money and the terms were agreed to. The important stuff is, are you offering the Supermax or not? Right, and even different than baseball, this is all pre-slotted, as you said. So the fact that it hasn't gotten through means there are sticking points, which means there are issues. But the entire Celtics beat is a monolith of pro-team reporting that I do not understand. They haven't won anything, and they have the longest drought of any of the four major teams. Would you know it, by the way, the team's covered? No. The Celtics last one, if I'm not mistaken, in 2008. Mm. The Bruins won in 11. The Patriots and Red Sox each won in 18. So they've won once since Larry Bird left town, which was, I believe, or since Larry Bird's last one in, in 86. 1986, yep. So I, I don't get the fanboy nature of the NBA media, especially with the Celtics, but this guy Corrales, who I'm sure does a great job, <laughs> this says, guy says that says that oh yeah, it's all going to be done. Well, it's not. Isn't it interesting to your audience why it's not done? Not that it may get done. And don't you immediately want to defend yourself? Find out what's going because I I like John. We have him on Fitzy and Hart often. I think he does a, a good job. I've never met him, so I have no idea. I'm sure he's a very fine guy. I think there is an overly optimistic um, general tone to the Celtics coverage and beat that I don't love. I think it's a modern media issue that, okay, I don't really care for. But if I went on this show right now and said X will happen either today or tomorrow by the end of the week, right? and then we're on next Saturday, isn't the first thing people are wondering is like, hey, um, 
it never happens. So, question mark. Like, right. are, is it, are you still 100% confident it's happening? Like, whatever led him to believe that, it didn't happen. So now you should at least want to investigate. Maybe he was right at the time and something popped up afterwards, right? There's nothing to worry about. And then you talk to somebody and like, yeah, we thought there was nothing to worry about. And then they asked for X. How about this? He sat down with the New York Times. He said he hated it here. He sat down with the ringer, said he didn't like it in Boston. You know what? Maybe he doesn't want to be here. He wants to be. I, I obviously don't cover the team. I have no idea. My guess is that argument, which is what Corrales made on this show a week ago, which is just an opinion based in some reporting, yeah. has as much basis in fact as that does. Because we have heard him on the record to national outlets that he has had frustrations during his time living in the city of Boston. So instead of just, let's hear, let's give Forsberg a chance. Let's see okay. if Forsberg nails it. Come na- on. Goes, into, goes against the line of traffic and questions what the Celtics are up to. Do you think that they leave Vegas with this thing all sorted out? But, uh, look, I'll put it this way, Giles. It, I think it runs through the 17th, but I am here through Sunday night. I fully expect by the time I get on a plane to come home that we will have heard something. and It'll either be getting to the finish line or it'll be done. I can't imagine it continues to drag out. Even if he signs the deal in a week or a month. This clip was from uh, July 10th, by the way. So this isn't like it was from the other day or something. This is almost a week ago. Yeah, but, but he said the 17th, right? So right. But, but let's, we're let's coming say, up on that. Even if he signs this deal a week from today, the story is not that the deal was signed. The story is what was the hiccup that led to the delay in the consummating of the deal. And it may not be negative. You're painting it in a negative tone, and that's what you do, and I love it. Okay. It could also be Jalen Brown said, oh, you need, you guys need to do X, Y, and Z before you do my deal? Like, I'd be open to that. If you tell me that I, I don't know the new CBA that they signed on yeah, July 1st. Yeah, neither do I. I don't, I don't even own an apron. But for all I know, like, oh, we have to wait till after we bring in X veteran in X slot because that helps us. Before we actually ink your deal, but don't worry, like we're doing the deal. We've all agreed upon it. We shook hands. We but had dinner. What? We're happy. I, I love you. I love the positivity, and you know that. I'm trying. If that were the case, the deal they they would have the deal agreed in principle. The fact that he was going to Europe would have no bearing. That would that would be not reported as the way it is well, currently the fact standing. That he's going to Europe should have no bearing. Well, it's a again, lovely place. it's a global economy. I, I lived Phones in England work. for two years. I don't know if you know that. I've, I've heard. I've mentioned. I that actually a couple saw Shime holding up a what little a sign. What a great job! The only good thing Shime did in England. What a horrific job on social media. The most generic wow. tweets. I'm going down the road, and guess what? There's pipes of beer everywhere. It's like okay, like Shime. I love you. I mean it. My God. Anyway, um, I got off track. Just qu- just quickly too. Like you guys are talking about how long this is taking. We're obviously on June 15th, and we're waiting to see how long this takes. Steph Curry, just for example, right? June 30th of 2017 is when he signed his supermax deal. So it's not like it's always taking this long with all these stars. Now I know it's Steph Curry who just won two MVPs at the time, or whatever. I get it. But these deals usually get done a lot earlier in the calendar year than what it's taking with Jalen Brown. And like you guys have said, we still have no indication that's even close to getting And done. the fact that it's Steph Curry or Jalen Brown is really irrelevant. Right. It's still a Supermax deal. If you want to give him the Supermax deal, which they have indicated publicly and privately, apparently, then it doesn't matter. Like, you've made that decision. He's worth it. We want to marry him. We want to put a ring on it, so to speak, right. as Beyonce would say. Because right. if you told me they were contemplating not signing him, you can make arguments against it. Forsberg has done it with second apron talk, or you wanna you don't think he's the right 
tandem well, first, for Tatum. Forsberg won't make that if and when he signs. Those will all be bleached. <laughs> right. That'll be gone. But it's all indications, as everybody likes to say in the media, are that they've 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 made the decision as an organization, Jalen Brown is going to be here. To be here, you're giving him the Supermax. You're not getting some bargain basement deal. You're giving him the Supermax. Because you already said, he already has his own personal questions about Boston and life here in the city. Hell, even his role on the Celtics. Right. There, was a, the there was a little thing in Himmelsbach last week where it said that Brown wants a fifth-year option because Tatum got a fifth-year option, and he's always seen himself as the equal to Tatum. I thought it was an underplayed paragraph. Like, well, he's always he's well, not yet accepted because they don't see you that way. I hate to break it to you, Andy. It's because on your beat, that would be the headline. Right. But on the Celtics, it's buried in the paragraphs. I thought that was a significant paragraph that no one talked about. Right. He's always seen himself as the equal to Tatum. Well, guess what? No one else does. Not Brad Stevens, not Joe Missoula, not the Boston Celtics, not the NBA's contract structure because he's going to sign this deal and then Tatum is going to one-up him a year from now. For his... For Zuko, I always messed your Frizzoco. name. For Zuko. For Risotto. Phil Risotto. That's not okay. I, what? I'm Italian. Uh, I love Italian Risotto. Italian foods are now just the butt of every name with a freaking Merloni. <laughs> I love Lou. Do you have John Corrales' number? I would love to have him on the show. I try and find him, give him a call. Yeah, see let's if he, see if we he can wants get, to I would on. love to. I would love to get a, a Celtics guy on. I'll work it as well. I want to get... I like to get answers for the audience, so yeah. I want to ask people who might know why they're. He so might try to dodge the call after his comment last. Week. It's okay. I've been dodged many times in my day. It'll be the, the won't be the last or the first, but uh, we'll hear from someone with the Celtics next, even if I have to create them out of thin air. We're worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole. Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Back 10 and Curtis on WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. Here we are, July 8th. When does Jalen Brown sign the extension? Um, I would say I would say some some point before next weekend. And I, I'm, I'm not worried about it at all. I think this I think now that they're in Vegas. I think agent and team will sit down. I really don't think there's anything to the delay. They get this deal done. Might be done this weekend, but Ooh. at some point during the week, I don't think there's anything to it other than dotting I's 
and crossing T's, and, and this will be done very soon. Here's a little song I wrote. You might want to sing it note for note. Don't worry. All right. I literally just got a DM back from John Corrales right here. I just got to get the hotline info. Look at this. Live producing. I always forget the number of our hotline. This is the Ken and Curtis show. I'm Chris Curtis. Ken Laird is off. Uh, Andy Hart is in his stead. We just heard from John Corrales last weekend on this show. Sorry, I keep forgetting the stupid numbers. There we go. Okay, here we go. Uh, One second, please. Seven... I think is the number. Okay, there we go. John Corrales should be calling the hotline shortly. And uh, I, uh, there we go. I got it right. And uh, that was John Corrales discussing the future of Jalen Brown and the contract with the with the uh, Boston Celtics. Everybody says, don't worry, be happy, Andy Hart. You are not happy. Nope. And you are worried. And I'm a, a Jalen Brown fan. Yep. And I'm looking forward to the new big three or whatever you're planning on calling Tatum and Brown and Porzingis. But... This, oh, don't worry about it. Nothing to see here. Move along. And guys like John, and this isn't a criticism, thinking it's going to be done prior to us speaking right now. Correct. And it's not. And now I'm told, well, uh, don't keep not worrying over there. But we're actually stopping negotiations because JB has to go to Europe or international travel, blah, blah, blah. Which, again, on a deal that is this close, like is uh, uh, you're leaning out your chest to break the tape at the finish line and we can't finish it. So yes, I I'd like to I'd like to dig a little deeper and know what the hell's going on. Yeah, same here. And so uh, Mr. Verzoko is putting uh, Mr. Corrales on hold here. This is incredible service from John Corrales. I have to say the best. Uh, John Corrales, who uh, I apologize, is it uh, Boston Sports Journal? I believe John is that your yeah. outlet. Yep. Okay, yeah. so John Corrales from Boston Sports Journal joins us on the Harbor One Hotline. Uh, greatly appreciate the time on short notice, John. How are you? I'm great. Yeah. How you guys doing? Awesome. So here's where I stand. Um, never had the privilege of speaking with you. Chris Curtis here, Andy Hart there. Um, everybody around the Celtics beat, not just you, Forsberg, others, have been saying that this is a giant nothing burger, that the deal will get done. My question yeah. is, why hasn't it? I think all of us have kind of like similar questions. The answers that we're all getting is that it's the minor details. It's the, uh, I think Adam Himmelsbach had it, or no, it was uh, Zach Lowe that had it as it's the bells and whistles that they haven't been able to agree to. It, it feels like this is a case of they, uh, they both understand the deal will get done and it's not pressing that they do it right away. And uh, why hasn't it gotten done? I don't know. Maybe, maybe uh, Jalen's agent has kind of said, since this is going to get done, we're going to, I'm going to get my other clients set up first. And we know you're going to get your 35% and there's no rush. There's a bigger rush to get my other clients, their money. And the Celtics said, Hey, no, we've got a bigger rush to get, you know, the Grant Williams trade done and the poor Zingas thing done and this other stuff done. So, we know that this is going to get done, so we're just going to we'll just put it off to the side for a little while. And I I think that's kind of where they are right now. And it's it's the little uh, you know player option uh, incentives types of stuff that 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 has to get hammered out. 
for, obviously, I haven't covered this nearly as closely as you have, but from my perspective, it's the little things that have seemed to agitate Jalen Brown the most over his tenure with the Celtics, including things that we learned had nothing to do with the organization about his time in Boston and real estate and other situations. So if it is the small things, doesn't that have the potential to lead to a big issue? Look, anytime, anytime a deal doesn't get done, it does leave the potential for it to turn into an issue. So uh, you know, I'm not going to be naive about this. I expect the deal to get done. Uh, apparently he's going over to Europe for uh, a union event that um, he just wanted to, uh, he, you know, he had that obligation. So he's going to do that. It's, I'm taking it at face value to say this is all going to happen. But to your point, if it's a little thing and it festers, then it can become a bigger thing. Any kind of little cut can get infected and turn into a big deal. And there have been cuts along the way for yeah. Jalen Brown. Um, I, I'm also not going to rule out that Jalen might, you know, a little gamesmanship from him. Like, okay, you guys want to have me in trade rumors all these years? Well, let me just kind of take my sweet old time by, you know, getting this done and maybe make you sweat a little bit. I wouldn't rule that out either. But, but yeah, it's 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 always possible that, Two sides are going to dig in over nothing. But I, I also don't think Brad Stevens is going to let that kind of get in the way either. John, I believe it was Adam Himmelsbach who had some reporting on this, like you all have about the fifth-year option and different incentives. You just brought that up. And in one of the paragraphs he wrote, the fifth-year option, similar because Jason Tatum got it in his last deal, and Jalen Brown has always seen himself as an equal to Jason Tatum and not a sidekick. And I thought that was yeah. a really interesting pick. First of all, do you agree with that sentiment that Jalen Brown has made it clear that he views himself as an equal to Jason Tatum? And do you find that concerning as we continue this pairing, hopefully into the foreseeable future? I do think that that's how Jalen views himself. He's kind of said as much over the course of the, the season. I mean, we're sitting in there every day after every post game, And whenever a question comes up that kind of puts Tatum in a different class as him, you know what I'm saying? When, yep. when the, the question is framed a certain way that suggests Tatum is the one and he's a two, he'll, he'll twist the answer to elevate himself. Hmm. You know, he's not, he's not tearing down Tatum, but he's always elevating himself. My contention is that Jalen needs to be a little bit more self-aware, and if he if he actually becomes more self-aware, he'll he'll get all of the things that he's looking for. It, he might not think so, but if he understands that he's not at that level and he's not capable of taking guys one on three and scoring all the time, if he realizes he's not there, then he'll pass out of those situations. He'll turn the ball over less. He'll take better shots, and he'll be more productive down the stretch. So I do think that the Celtics do him a little bit of a disservice getting away from him a little too much down the stretch in all, you know, when they're, we're trying to close games. I do think sometimes they have him spacing in the corner a little too much, and, and he does need the ball in his hands a little bit more so he can feel like he's part of this whole thing. But there's going to be a little bit more self-awareness on his part to understand why some of the things are happening to him, the turnovers and all of that stuff. And it's because he, he has an overinflated view of himself. 
John Corrales of Boston Sports Journal joins us, covers the Celtics, does a great job there. My question with following up on Andy's and, and your response there on Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, there's never going to be a time where they're treated equally. It's impossible to treat two stars the same, especially when there's only one ball and five guys on the floor. So with that context, I mean, aren't they almost on borrowed time working together? I mean, I hate to say it this way, but every NBA duo is on borrowed time, especially with this new collective bargaining agreement. It just makes things uh, a little less sustainable, you know? So I think the the attitudes – that that both Tatum and Brown have. I you know I, I don't want to dismiss Tatum in all of this. His his extensions coming up. He's going to get whatever. He's going to get the supermax too and all of that. But Tatum's not even on the level that he should be. Right? Like we're 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 looking at him as a first team All NBA guy, but he's not taking over games the way you know a LeBron or a Kevin Durant. He's not at that level, and so he's not at that level, and he's acting like he is. And then Tatum's not at, uh, Brown's not at Tatum's level, but he's acting like he is, which means that Brown is by default acting like he's Kevin Durant and those guys. So I think just a little bit of an attitude adjustment from both of those guys. Understand, you're really damn good basketball players. Just understand the limitations. Understand when to attack and when and how you can dominate. And it's not going one-on-one. It's actually catching the ball on the move. It's actually passing and cutting and getting the ball back and attacking that way. Once they understand that stuff, they can actually get to the level that they want to be. And then if they can do that stuff, then they'll work better together. So it feels counterintuitive, but they, they will only get to the level that they think they're at when they don't actually believe they're at that level. If that makes sense, you got to understand that pass the ball cut let your teammates help you. Let your teammates help you get open. And then you'll get to that, that level. You'll be able to score more easily in crunch time, and you'll be viewed as the thing you want to be viewed as. Uh, and a guy who is viewed that way, who remains an untraded superstar, Dame Lillard, who one of the great closers in the NBA, one of the great scorers in the NBA, this, this tie to the Celtics, like that they're at least tangentially interested or have investigated – is that just much ado about nothing? or And to, I guess, back up our secondary question here, this the Chris Haynes audio on the Dan Patrick show when he laughed off the idea that Dame Lillard would ever go to the Boston Celtics. What have you made of this whole Celtics-Dame Lillard? It's There's no smoke there, but there's a little bit of smoke there. Well, I think the little bit of smoke is Brad Stevens doing his job. Because yep. if, if Damian Lillard is available you know he's requested a trade, you call them up and you say, hey, what's it going to take? You know, we we can't give up Jalen. We're not giving up Tatum, obviously. Is there some combination of the rest that interests you? And I think, like, obviously he does not want to come to Boston, right? He's made that clear multiple times through the Chris Haynes thing that you mentioned, through his agent going out there, and, and almost unprecedented uh, giving interviews saying, yes, only Miami. Uh, social media, he's very clear he doesn't want to come to Boston. But there is also some history of guys who are iffy about Boston. You come in, you 
you know, if, if you have Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum as teammates and you're underneath those banners and you get to play on that parquet, um, there is a little bit of a winning over that happens. And if, if you can give up the other guys and keep Tatum and Brown and pair, you know, and have them play with, with Lillard, then you just take that chance and say, I know he doesn't want to come here, but let's just put him in this situation and see how he does. And, and maybe he'll come around. I think that would be worth the shot. However, that deal is not as, it's not as good as the Miami deal. Um, even if you think it's just about even, Portland might as well just send him to Miami, keeping his good graces, keeping his agent's good graces, so the next time his agent come around, comes around with a free agent, he'll take the call from Portland. You know what I'm saying? So you've got to play that game a little bit as well. Joined by John Corrales of Boston Sports Journal. Uh, one more from me, John. I, it's a half-cock theory, which is sort of how I live my life. So, um, But <laughs> Joe Mazzula, remaining head coach of the Boston Celtics, is a major mistake from where I sit. It, how much of a role did the extension play in the fact that Missoula remains as head coach? In other words, if he was able to just go the entire prior season as the interim coach, would they still have given him the contract they gave him at the all-star break last year? I think so. I think that he's, I think Brad Stevens holds, um, holds Joe Missoula in a pretty high regard. I think you have to take into account uh, if you, if you brought in a new coach, fourth coach in four years is, way too disruptive and and you start to weigh the the pluses and the minuses you say all right here's joe he's learning on the fly do you bring in another new coach and disrupt things even further what what step back are you taking at the beginning of this next season and if you if you bring in a new coach that better be the guy you don't bring in nick nurse and say let's see you know he better be the guy here for 10 years because you don't get another one right so in my opinion, Brad Stevens has one more coaching change before it's blow the whole thing up and, and guys start to get pissed off. So I agree with keeping Missoula and bringing in Sam Cassell and bringing in Charles Lee and bringing in, you know, Phil Pressey. They're, they're populating this coaching staff with experience, with former players, with relatable guys to the team, to the players that, they are, that are here, um, championship-level guys. Uh, so I think – it's it's worth the risk. You know, we we have to give Joe Mazzulla a little bit of benefit of the doubt here. He took over two days before training camp started, right? And he didn't have a chance to assemble a staff. He didn't have a chance to put a plan together. He didn't have anybody to really lean on. And all he had in his repertoire to coach was statistics and numbers and you know, analytical trends, and he didn't have that depth of experience. And was that costly this past season? Sure. But now he's got a year of experience, and he's brought on experienced guys. I think it's going to be a little bit different. We've got to see what he's going to do with that experience behind him, with this staff, and with, the most important thing, an entire summer to plan and put together an offense and a defense that, he can build around the guys that he has and think about it with the staff for a few months. John, just to finish where we started, the reason we called you Jalen Brown, uh, I respect your opinion as a frequent guest of the Fitzy and Hart program. So I'm going to just follow up 
are you able to say, as a court would ask you, beyond a shadow of a doubt, <laughs> that Jalen Brown will be signing a Supermax extension with the Boston Celtics? I, I, yeah. I mean, I would be absolutely floored, shocked. I mean, I guess because it hasn't been done, you have to leave some percentage to say it won't happen. But that's like, I'm saying I'm 99.9% sure okay. it's going to happen. And you know what I'm saying? Everybody, yep. all of us, like, independently have made our calls. And everybody's getting the same information. So either they're lying to us or this is just something that's taking longer than anybody expected. All right, John. Uh, really, really appreciate the time on incredibly short notice on a summer Saturday. So get back to enjoying your, your weekend, and uh, hopefully we talk to you down the line. Hey, it's my pleasure, guys. Thanks, Thank John. You. Thanks, John. Corrales. You just sent somebody to the death penalty with a, yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, well, you know, everybody will have egg on their face if this That's deal true. doesn't they're come to fruition. They're all being lied to equally. I mean, by the way, the person that they're taking the word of said to all their faces, I always think of this after things are over. God, the story of my life. Brad Stevens told the media that there was not going to be any changes to the roster days before trading Marcus Smart for, for Przingis. Correct? So the person that's telling everybody to believe what he's saying. Plus, they work in sports. They all do that. And it, you know, no, Nick not, Saban, I'm not going to go to Alabama. Oh, uh, I'm going to Alabama. No, of all the people in Boston sports, I would trust my son under the care of Brad Stevens more than anybody else. He seems like a genuinely good person. Oh, yeah. But he's everybody lies in sports. It's he's cool. a hired liar. That's the way it works. Right. That's Ken's job. If you don't lie, you're not going to be good in his job. Right. If you're honest all the time, you will not last as a professional sports general manager. Right. Nope, or no playing poker. And that's why we're going to have uh, Kenny, uh, what is his name? Kenny Rogers, the gambler, coming back as our next rejoin. <laughs> From the Rubenstein Law Studios, 1-800-BOS-LEGAL. This is WEEI, New England's sports original. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Ken and Curtis on WEEI. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. Following up on Andy's and, and your response there on Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, there's never going to be a time where they're treated equally. It's impossible to treat two stars the same, especially when there's only one ball and five guys on the floor. So with that context, I mean, aren't they almost on borrowed time working together? I mean, I hate to say it this way, but every NBA duo is on borrowed time, it, especially with this new collective bargaining agreement. It just makes things... Uh, a little less sustainable, you know. There, so I, I think the the attitudes that that both Tatum and Brown have. I, you know, I, I don't want to dismiss Tatum in all of this. His his extensions coming up. He's going to get whatever. He's going to get the supermax too, and all of that. But Tatum's not even on the level that he should be, right? Like we're we're, we're looking at him as a first team All NBA guy, but he's not taking over games the way, you know, a LeBron or a Kevin Durant, he's not at that level. And so he's not at that level, and he's acting like he is. 
And then Tatum's not at, uh, Brown's not at Tatum's level, but he's acting like he is, which means that Brown is by default acting like he's Kevin Durant and those guys. So I think just a little bit of an attitude adjustment from both of those guys. Understand you're really damn good basketball players. Just understand the limitations, understand when to attack and when and how you can dominate. And it's not going one-on-one. It's actually catching the ball on the move. It's actually passing and cutting and getting the ball back and attacking that way. Once they understand that stuff, they can actually get to the level that they want to be. On a warm summer's evening, on a train bound for nowhere, I met up with a gambler. We were both too tired to sleep, so we took turns of staring out the window at the darkness. The boredom overtook us And he began to speak He said, son, I've made a life Out of reading people's faces And knowing what the cards were By the way they held their eyes So if you don't mind my saying I can see you're out of aces For a taste of your whiskey I'll give you some advice So I hand him my bottle and he drank down my last oh good tune then he bombed a uh before kenny rogers you heard john corrales and a as uh, andy just said off the air very well done uh manner in which he kindly stated that neither brown neither brown nor tatum are what they profess to be quite yet nope not as good as they think they are nope and uh I really think it's about time that the organization stop capitulating and acting like they are and acting like they are these, well, especially Jalen. If I were Brad Stevens, if I were the Celtics, I would trade Jalen Brown and get a haul back and allow him to begin the rest of his career. And he seems like a, you know, he'll do just fine. But should your second best player be this high maintenance Probably not. Right. I mean, your best player should be the high-maintenance guy. Right. Ideally, your best player isn't the high-maintenance guy, right. but it's more understandable, natural, predictable, whatever. Right. Um, but that's, that goes into... Like on this show, Ken is the second best, but he's much higher maintenance. Right. And that's problematic for it's, everybody It's involved. been a real issue for all of us. But when you said trade him for a haul, what does that mean? Because uh, if the NBA haul doesn't trades. include a star player... Then no, I want no part of it. Uh, uh, a point guard. I would like to trade Trey Young. Yeah, Trey Young. I he loves it. He's from Atlanta. I would do that trade. In a that is one of the few trades I would accept for Jalen Brown because I think that would be a very interesting pairing with and now Porzingis is part of, but with Jason Tatum because Trey Young has some closer to him. We've seen it firsthand. He's not afraid at the end of games. Something that some people question about Jason Tatum at times, wanting the ball with the game on the line and all of that. So that I'd be open to. But if the hall is just one of these NBA halls of like seven future first-round no, picks no, no, and no. five picks. Oh, that's an unprotected third. Nope, nope, nope. Don't want anything to do with that because you've built this around two and now three supposed stars. You made your bed. Lie in it. It may not work. Maybe you don't win the titles you think you're expected. But that's a step back if you do one of those trades for picks and assets, as Danny Ainge Gave us over the years. Right. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I, Jalen Brown, the other thing with Jalen Brown, with this new deal, whether it's the full Supermax or whatever, and I'm so sick of these terms, 
What's the most important thing that every athlete keeps score of above anything else? When they're when they're playing in their in their own their own it's their 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 salary whoever gets paid the most e- yes for that, the most part that is the language of all of us unless you're in Kansas City where both Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes this offseason have spoken openly about maybe not taking as much as they could correct Tom Brady uh, in a in a non hard cap league mm-hmm. that is whether it was you know a Rod or it's Steph Curry's deal. What players make in a locker room is also how much respect they're often given. Mm-hmm. It's based in part. They're tied together. Unless you're the most talented player in the world at your position like Mahomes or, or Kelsey where you don't need to have a salary to give yourself the clout in, in the uh, Kansas City Chiefs locker room. So with this new deal, wouldn't Jalen Brown be getting more money than Jason Tatum? For be the getting more money term. than any player has yeah. ever gotten in the history of the league. For the short term, yes. So... Let's say Jalen Brown gets slighted or Jason Tatum gets slighted. This two, this duo that has already had behind-the-scenes frustrations, you now introduce that the better player is being paid less than the guy that thinks he's always been disrespected. It introduces a new element to a relationship that has already been difficult at times and so I say that because you just got out of a deal with Marcus Smart a guy who had been given far too much power by the organization whether it was the pursuit of defensive player of the year or the need to have the three of them on the cover of the SI story and that seemed to irk Tatum that seemed to disrupt some of the chemistry there was some issues Marcus Smart and Joe Missoula Marcus yelling at Missoula telling him when he was going in and out of games you introduce another interesting dynamic to this, which is that you make Jalen Brown the highest paid player in the history of the NBA, a guy that we already think might be slightly overrated. How does that change the dynamic? I think that only changes things for the negative if Jason Tatum is soft as puppy poo. Because Jason Tatum knows the business. He should have an, He's like, just timing. Hey, buddy, don't worry. You're getting yours, and it's bigger. It's coming. Like, that's a... It's going to happen, right? That's accepted. That's... Hell... Right now, even though everybody tells me Jalen Brown is going to sign this deal and be here for the foreseeable future, I think it's more a lock that Tatum gets a Supermax than Jalen Brown. He's more of a lock, even though it's a year plus from now, that that happens. So the only way that's an issue is if Tatum is softer than I already think he is. And you know what? This all came together. I don't cover the NBA. Um, I've never played in the NBA. But Really? I, I was close. Shoulder. Just missed. Yeah. That injury. A, yeah. Arthritis. Um but what is Jalen Brown going to Europe for? A NBA Players Association junket? Yep. Do you think there's a ch- a chance in hell he's going to sign for a nickel less than the Supermax with everything thrown in, bells no. and whistles? Nope. So that's what's holding it up. Well, that's so I it. will say, though, Kyrie Irving, when he went to Brooklyn. Yeah, but we can't do Kyrie Irving. Con. But I'm just, well, Jalen Brown's friends with Kyrie Irving. Yeah, but Kyrie Irving is such a unicorn. I know we used so, it earlier. Good point. You said you can't I use know, that. You broke it. your own damn rule. Unban. Reban. The only point I was making was when him and Kevin Durant went to Brooklyn, they each took a little bit less so their buddy DeAndre Jordan, who at that point was completely washed up but they still wanted to play with him, could sign with the team. Right. I would just say... There is no favor being done to the Celtics by Jalen Brown in the negotiation of this deal. Right. And in that case, that was team friendly. 
and I don't think there's anything like that that the Celtics are looking to do. And I only brought up Kyrie Irving because he was also, I don't know if he was the head of the Players Association at that time, but he was a big figure within member, the Players yeah. and the Association. Reason, and the reason I said Kyrie Irving is that way because he is the biggest narcissist right. in the history of mankind. So whatever board he's on, it doesn't matter nearly as much as who he is and what he wants to do for himself and how he views that he's above everything else. So, I'm sorry, Wiggy, but it's true. Jalen Brown going to this. That's another thing. God, why didn't I think of this? Jalen Brown is going to Europe on behalf of the Players Association in the midst of the deal that would net the biggest contract in NBA history. Of course there could be. He's in this historic negotiation. He's going away with other members of the Players Association. Only if everybody's wrong. Because the reporting is the Celtics are giving Jalen Brown the Supermax. But... So if they're giving him the Supermax, I don't want to hear anything else. You're giving him the Supermax. You've decided he's your guy, and it's step one in a two-step process that will involve you giving out $600 million contracts plus to Brown and Tatum. But it's not like he had one group on. He had to go to Sandals, Jamaica, or he's going to Water Country. He's going to Europe with the people yeah. that create the collective bargaining agreement that he's trying to set the record for in terms of the biggest contract in the history of the NBA. So if it's just dotting T's, dotting T's. <laughs> why would you do that? I don't know why. I'm going to dot two T's. If it's dotting I's and crossing T's, then you don't, you, you do it. It's done. It's not done. It's nowhere near done. Oh, we if, don't know that. Yes. I, well, because whatever the issue is, it's enough to delay being done. Does that make sense? It does, unless, it as John Corrales brought up, it's the other. And we're we're looking at this more from... A negotiating spectrum. Maybe it's just Jalen Brown saying, "You got to wait on me." All right, right? Well, like the hot chick getting ready. What's that country song? Waiting on a woman. She's upstairs. Try like she knows. Morgan Wallen. Can you get me tickets to that? No, you're getting me oh, tickets. You promised on air. I did, That's and right. we will be saving that audio. <laughs> and then when you don't come through, I'm going to hate you for life. Uh, well, more than I do now. Get in line. <laughs> uh, speaking of hating me for life, you get one more segment of me before you get to enjoy oh, the rest overtime. Of your How many hours are we doing here? I put in for five hours, Ken. So suck it. <laughs> All right, final segment, bonus overtime. Ken and Curtis, no Ken, Andy Hart, and myself here. That was John Corrales last hour with the Boston Sports Journal giving us the latest info on the Jalen Brown fiasco. And you know what? Another thing just dawned on me listening to that. When there's a big argument, you and your spouse or a buddy of yours, a close friend, is it big things or is it usually you end up screaming over things that rel are relatively trivial in the grand scheme of life, but because of all the other stuff, it's it ends up manifesting the argument in something relatively trivial that you would think was nothing had you not lived that experience. Yes, the built-up baggage leads to a flashpoint that is seemingly nothingness. Correct. So Jalen Brown and the Celtics have a lot of built-up baggage. We yep. read about it in the New York Times. We heard it in the, uh, the Ringer podcast, or we read it in the Ringer. So would it stand to reason that something that Jalen thinks is a bell or a whistle, or the Celtics think is a bell or a whistle, but the other party thinks... It's a sticking point worth digging your feet in over. Could happen. So plausible. That, if it was just a bell, if it was just trivial, it'd be done. To whoever the side is that's arguing, my guess is it's Jalen, finds the demand to not. Jalen wants to no trade, right? He wants to no movement, even though he's not quite at the stature mm -hmm. in the NBA to get it. Celtics say no. Jalen says he has it, he has it. Why don't I have it? Then all the other stuff 
that you've had pent up because you've been mad at the organization for this or that perceived or real wrongdoing all comes to the forefront. And that's why you have what we have now, which is a staring match. I prefer to go the other direction that John brought up, that this is Jalen Brown dragging his feet, letting the Celtics dangle in the breeze a little bit and uh, paying back for a few different years full of trade rumors and Brian Scalabrini bringing up the idea of trading him on a network where, I don't know, feels like everything is accepted by the organization if it is spoken of on that network, NBC Sports Boston. Yeah, I have Love a, you, mean it. See you next time you have me on. You know how Tom Brady used to have a countdown clock until the Super Bowl? I have a countdown clock since the last negative thing was said about the Celtics on NBC <laughs> Sports Boston. Um, but I love people that are vindictive and hold grudges oh, and utilize their leverage so when much. they can. It's one of the things I truly appreciate about Bill Belichick, and I'm not joking. That man can hold a grudge like you wouldn't believe. I love his hate of who is the guy when he said with Glenn Gutman, nobody has said more and done less than Steve Gutman or yep. Charlie Casserly. Everybody. Tom Jackson. Love it. The Jets in general. Oh, I do. I love years. a good vendetta. Love and here's it. the thing. You know, uh, Dale used to say how mad he was that he turned down the play-by-play gig to work at EEI only to get laid off. When you have leverage, you have to use it because leverage will be used against you by the people you work for. Right. And if that's what Jalen's doing... And I'm already a Jalen Brown fan, so it didn't take more for me to root for him to... And and I can also see his warts. I don't want people to, oh, you never see the best... I'm with Corrales. He's not as good as he thinks he is if he thinks he's on equal footing with Tatum... But Tatum's not as good as he thinks he is if he thinks he's on equal footing with Paul Pierce and Kobe Bryant and these people that he's been aligned with for years. So they're all a little bit above themselves. Maybe they all need chopping down a bit. Not yeah. likely to happen when you're handing them $300 million contracts. But well, the media is pretty tough on the Celtics. I don't but think it is. I, I am rooting for a Tatum-Brown championship because they have been through a lot as Celtics for six, seven years. There's been a lot of near misses. And there's been many people, myself included, that has doubted their ability to win together. And you know what's interesting about them is let's say they win a title this year. And I don't know all the details of the Supermax. So I think the Celtics have to wait two years. So, right? To trade him? So, yeah. So, if Jalen Brown were to sign the Supermax this offseason, they couldn't trade him next offseason. It would be the summer after that. So, let's say the Celtics win a title in the next two years. I think it's more likely that Jalen gets traded. Because people think that when you, when you win a title, you stay where you are. It'll solidify Jalen's resume in Boston that he's just like Paul Pierce. He won a championship here. And I don't think he loves it here. So if you win, that means you have no unfinished business. You've done it with Jason Tatum. And you can then go and be your own, you know, sprouting flower in a new market as the number one. Right. Prove you could do it. Right. Collect a ring because you don't want to be Charles Barkley or somebody who's proven they can't win a ring. And you're loved in Boston forever. So get your ring and then say, you know what else I have to accomplish? Now do it myself and prove I am literally the same as Tatum. I'm on equal footing with him. I am a superstar that can lead his team. Correct. Um, I think the Celtics would want that too because they're going to have to pay Jason Tatum a supermax, as you guys said. Next summer, you're already paying Porzingis, what is that, $30 million a year? Yep. Yeah. Sorry about the money. I think I've gotten that off my uh, chest. Yeah, I think Wick will be doing just fine. I'm rooting for Tatum and Brown too because I am a Celtics fan. It's good for business. I like watching them. I like Jalen Brown a lot. Don't you think they are going to be about as insufferable as insufferable can be when they finally win? Think of how good they think they are now and they've won nothing. Think of Jason Tatum saying, 
humbly, I'm one of the best basketball players on the planet. Well, once they get a ring together and the mocking that will come not only from them, but from the green teamers of, and you people said break them up, they can't play, Tatum can't win, he's not an alpha, it's going to be insufferable. Is there going to be a Celtics media duck boat? Or are they absolutely okay? Because yeah, they'll be high fiving and chest bumping with them all. But you know why Forsberg will be shotgunning with his shirt off? Oh my god, yeah, that's a sight to see. One of the great vendettas that I saw, and from a guy that I never really rooted for, but I rooted for David Price in the end, and the way in which he dunked on the city Mm -hmm. and the media after, I will always respect. At the biggest moment, he won a title. He was nails. He was balls. And everybody here was right to rip him when he was here because he did rippable, mockable things. Sure. But in the end, I was happy that he uh, pulled it off and uh, left town a champion. Thank you, Andy Hart, for this uh, wonderful time. Mr. Frizzoco, well done behind the glass. And enjoy Cubs socks. Ooh. Right here. Home runs, more? A lot of home runs. Wrigley Field, the single most overrated ballpark in America. That is my, my view, and I will stick with it. The place is archaic. Fenway's 10 times better. On that note, enjoy the Sox. Brad Foe, Will Fleming from the Windy City. Coming up next, we will see you. I will see you Monday morning at 6 with The Greg Hill Show. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.